How's it going, John? Good, Albert. How's it going, bud? Oh, just living the dream. So, introduce ourselves. (laughs) Welcome to the Blue Collar Podcast Show. Or podcast. All of the above. (laughs) What have you been up to for the last week or two? Fighting the cold. Yeah. It's been chilly out here. Dude. Fuck the cold. I don't know why. I I know why I'm back in Colorado, but I don't like the cold. (laughs) Well, it's part of life now, bud. You got to get used to it. (laughs) Um, Real quick, just to get the housekeeping things out of the way. Social medias. Instagram. The... Oh, I almost fucked up again. The underscore blue collar underscore syndicate. Facebook, the blue collar syndicate podcast. TikTok, blue collar syndicate pod. And we are working on recording. So we have little clips that we can post all over the place. And Albert is working on eating the microphone so the audio quality gets better. Yeah, hopefully you guys can hear me this time. (laughs) (laughs) We can only do so much at once. We can either be sound engineers or we could be YouTubers. So pick which one you want. Yeah, I'm going to go with sound engineer. (laughs) At least that's what I've been for the last two weeks. It's a lot more technical than it looks like. Yeah. Now you know why people get paid good money for that. Yeah, I know. I wish somebody would pay me to do it. That'd be real nice. (laughs) But... Hopefully this one comes out a lot better. I think I figured out a lot of the quirks so far. Mm-hmm. It's like what you said on Facebook, YouTube certified. Yeah, YouTube certified. They need to give me one of them cool patches so I can start wearing it around on my shirt and stuff. <laughs> where, where have you been off to in your adventures? Oh, man. It's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks. So uh, we started working with a new customer who sent me out to Michigan and then from Michigan pulled a little bit of an audible had us go to new jersey pick up some equipment out there bring it back to their job site in michigan and then we also had a another customer back here in colorado schedule a run up to montana but we had a we had some truck issues so i had to get back here to colorado so i could switch trucks with my other driver so just a typical shit show (laughs) (laughs) trying to keep all the wheels turning at the same time yeah it gets hard but we got it done everybody's happy everybody got their stuff on time so that's what counts perfect perfect well for today uh we're kind of going off of a facebook post i saw this morning because i I screenshotted it and i have it here i'll read it but we'll just kind of dissect what the post is and then because there's like you when we were talking before we started there's two or three sides to this so we can definitely break it down and see what each other thinks and then get potential reviews from everybody else but the post is as followed the weekend is here and the holiday season is drawing closer with this in mind be kind to people working in hospitality even when they get it wrong they work weird hours They often eat on the run or not at all. They miss out on parties and get togethers. They showed up. They're doing their best. So if the service is slow, the cashier isn't sure of a price. They get, I'm sorry, they put the wrong syrup in your coffee. Forget to swap your salad for chips or God forbid your drink came with ice. And when you ordered it without it, remember how hard they're trying and that they likely have some serious stuff going on in their own lives. It costs nothing to be nice. Yeah. I, I like that you brought this up because what's what was immediately cool about it is we both had 
opposite reactions to it, but they kind of fall along the same thing we both want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my reaction to it was more looking at the side of it as what that person was talking about of the, the workers and stuff. And you were talking about the, uh, the need for people to have a special occasion to not be an asshole. Yeah. Or look for that attention. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess from my side, I'll, I'll expand a little bit. What I was, what I was hearing was honestly, as, as blunt as it might come across was excuses for people not to be able to do their job. You know, that, that is very true. I, I seen a lot of, uh, you know, forgive people for not being able to do their job, forgive people for not being able to cope with the stress or the hardships of whatever they're doing this holiday season. But Albert, my life is so difficult. My cat at home you don't understand it has separation anxiety and it needs my fucking attention. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, I mean, I get that certain industries are going to get overwhelmed, especially during this holiday time. And you know, it gets crazy. I understand all that, but it's a job and it, that that's your job. If that's your industry, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess where I come from on it is, is, you know, if, if you're making coffee, you should expect to be, you know, busy and you should also, you shouldn't be mad that someone expects you to do your job well and do it correctly. Yeah. We, we've both worked fast food in high school. So, you know, over a decade ago, so times have definitely changed, excuse me, but when we were working fast food, we were close to our high school and we knew when there was sporting events going on. We knew when activities were happening and we had these things lined out. So we knew when to expect a rush. If you're going to be working, saying fast food or a coffee place during the holidays, anywhere from now to the next month and a half, you're going to expect it to be busy the entire time. Yeah, you should. And you should either adapt to the situation and do your job and do it as good as you can. Or if it's not for you, it's not for you. I mean, back to our fast food career. That's why I'm not in fast food. I actually, uh, I didn't get fired. I got my hours cut cause I wasn't fast enough on the drive through during rush. Yeah. And that just led me to go find a different job because Hey, it wasn't for me. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. If, if it's not for you, you shouldn't be asking customers to cut you slack. You should either go find what is for you or you should figure out how to get better at your job. Yeah. You, you are working for a company that has standards. If you cannot meet their standards, get a different job. Yeah. Well, and customers have the right to have standards as well. You know, just because you're in hospitality and things get busy, I mean, that can be rough, but like, as I've said, probably three times now, you you have to do it. You have to deal with it. And if you don't want to, then don't do that job. You know, no one's forcing you to do said job. You can always go find another job to do, you know, in the holiday season, everybody gets rushed. You could be out in the field doing construction or oil field work or reclamation work or whatever. We don't, those type of guys, they don't get to ask for slack or understanding. They don't get, they don't get margins of errors to make mistakes when bolting up a high pressure gas facility. No, they get told, hurry the fuck up. We have a deadline. Exactly. Well, and that's, that's our job and we're expected to be able to do it under all circumstances. And if we're not, then you get replaced or you move on or, you know, you're, 
you understand yourself and understand like this isn't the place for me i mean i spoke to it before where you know my equipment operating wasn't what it needed to be for the type of job i was doing so i had to find another part of that job to work on yeah yeah you you being self-aware enough or you know self-conscious enough of what your strengths and weaknesses are are definitely a huge plus such as what you're saying right there if you know you're good at something you might want to put more focus towards that if you're not good at something and you want to improve put focus towards it but if you know you're not good at it and you don't see yourself getting any better at it don't pull everyone down with it yeah and honestly if you're short-staffed or undermanned or don't have the right tools for whatever job you're trying to deal with that's causing you not to be able to provide the service that's asked of you by your customers you shouldn't be asking your customers to cut slack you should be going to your higher ups and telling them we need more of this less of that whatever the case may be you know Mm -hmm. that that's on you to do that that's not on the customer to be lower their standards yeah it's like what you said earlier it's not the customer's fault exactly but I guess we shouldn't always just be bashing on the employees on your side of things. The first thing you brought up was, you know, not the consumer as well. Shouldn't need a special occasion to not be an asshole. Yeah. And I know with the, the time of the year it is the t- the topic of black Friday has always been hit and miss with people, whether it sh- should be spent with family or we're going to force people to work and blah, 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 blah. Same thing is you decided to work for Walmart walmart decides to have a sale on black friday and they require you to work you go to work or you get fired does not mean that you need praise or you need people to sign an organization piece of paper saying that we should abolish black friday if you don't want to work black friday for walmart quit working at fucking walmart yeah And uh, I guess more what I was alluding at was if you're going to go to Walmart on Black Friday as a customer, you you may find yourself being able to uh, be a little more kind, a little more patient with those employees. But my question to those people is, why can't you do that all the time? If, If you're a customer and you're being, you know, an arrogant ass about shit (laughs) yes you know are you that time are you that way all the time and if you are do you need to evaluate that or you know like like what i'm saying is from the consumer side of it okay i've seen that post the consumer side was saying hey be patient be kind i guess my question to the consumer side would be why do you need a special day to be patient be kind why can't you do that every day you know that is a very good point because after reading it i you know i had similar thoughts you know like we talked about branding and things like that with my brand the k stands for kindness you need to practice that every day whether it's to others yourself and it's just like that just because it's thanksgiving christmas whatever holiday event being self-aware and being kind does not take one day no it should be every day you know and that's what i uh i talked about on another podcast was trying harder to not be an asshole and that's a that's a year long years long process it's a never ending process it is and that's kind of what i'm i'm recommending or not recommending but that's what i'm trying to point out is why uh why is it that people can be better on just one or two days of of a holiday season but then it's okay to go back to being a douche after the holidays 
It really shouldn't be. You know, you, if, if you can be better on those days, that means you can be better on every day. Yes. Very true. So I, that that's what I'm pointing out too is just like from the consumer's aspect of that, guys, you, if, if you can do better one day, you can do better every day. And that's, you know, that's not just shopping or ordering your coffee or whatever it is. You know, we've all seen it. I mean, I can tell you a funny one about fast food. When I worked at Wal- or Walmart, <laughs> when I worked at McDonald's, I had a dude come in drunk as shit, just being arrogant and, uh, ordered his food, paid with a card. Then he decided two minutes was too long to wait for his two Big Macs. And I'm not even being sarcastic. Probably was standing there for two to three minutes tops. Then he says he wants a refund. So I say, okay, whatever. I type it in the register, tell him to swipe his card. He says, no, I want cash back. So that's not how it works, dude. Swipe your card. Your money gets put back on your card. And, uh, he throws a fit, says a bunch of fucking just stupid, nasty shit to me. And then the lady behind that was cooking the food rings a little thing saying his food is ready. I was like, you're either going to swipe your, swipe your card or take your food and go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's like, well, I want a refund and I'll take the food. And I was like, dude, just calm down. That's not how this is working. <laughs> and I'm already getting a little heated. Keep in mind, I'm also a young guy too. So my patience was a pretty short. So I grabbed these two Big Macs and I literally throw them in a bag, super shitty, made a big mess. And then I threw it across the counter at the dude. And I said, now get your <laughs> shit and get the fuck out of the store. And it was funny because the people behind him seen how he was acting and they started clapping. But then the manager came out and chewed my ass for being disrespectful to a customer. Yep. And, and I see where she was coming from. But at the same time, it was like, I'm going to treat the customer how they're treating me. Mm-hmm. And if that's how you're going to act just because it's Saturday after a Rockies game, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't change what I did. I mean, like I said, I understood what the manager was trying to say, but I wouldn't change it. You know, that guy was being rude he's being an asshole and I just was rude and an asshole right back. Yeah. It, it falls back on respect is earned, not given. If you're going to treat someone a certain way, I would expect to receive it just back the exact way. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you kind of have to dig down and try to figure out what's making you act like that. You know, like you say, you're, you, you decided to use K for kindness in your brand. You know, what, what rang a bell with you to do that? Oh, I, cause I, for the, so the brand is, I don't know where I'm trying to go start at. But so yeah, for the K, I kind of I needed a word for it, and I sat there and you started writing out a bunch of different words that started obviously with the letter K, and kindness we got written down, and it stuck there for a little bit, and since the brand is a inspirational, motivational, you know, do good things type brand, it kind of fit right where it needed to be. Be kind to not only yourself and others. It's not something like we're talking about now where it needs to be an everyday process, not just a today and forget it tomorrow type deal. So, I mean, did you see a lack of that in the world? And did you see a lack of it in yourself? Oh yeah. Um, in the world. Yes. Because the world is driven off of fear and hate and resentment and a lot of things. So if you can do kind things to put it back into the faith of humanity, I'd, I'd go all for it. Whether you're tipping a little more, holding the door for someone saying, please and thank you, or just whatever you can possibly do to be kind, 
you never know what, what will happen. Um, and then along to myself, yeah, I mean, I, I had to quit drinking to realize I needed to be a, little, a lot nicer because it was not helping in my favor. So, I mean, were you unkind just when you were drinking or were you just kind of realizing you were, you could be kinder all the way around? Both. Um, yeah, drinking was a hit and miss emotion. You never knew what was going to happen. But then all around, I had a lot of work to do just to, as a person, to, be, to be towards myself and others. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was asking because, I mean, most people who know me, I'm a, I'm a very kind drunk. <laughs> I will uh, <laughs> spend all my money and make sure everyone has a great time. And the only fights I've ever been in was trying to stop other fights because they're ruining the good time. So I guess that's why I was asking. I, I guess... If I did some self-reflection, I would say when I was getting, when I was drinking, I was more kind than I was as a sober person. Yeah. That was kind of a problem. And I guess I called that being an asshole. So that's what I was working on was trying to bring uh, some of the good parts of Junk Albert into Sober Albert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to find that balance is definitely hard because now you're trying to bring two two different people together. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I bet you a lot of people even listening to this could probably do that one way or the other. You know, if they're like me and they're really kind, happy, fun people when they're drinking, they need to bring a little bit of that mentality into their, the sober part of their life, (laughs) Yeah, you know, or vice versa. I mean, I guess if you're a kind person when you're not drinking, but you turn into an asshole when you're drinking, maybe you need to figure out how to flip that around, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a delicate balance that you you don't really know how to travel down that road and get get the result you want yeah i mean i would agree i think there's a there's a big lack of kindness in the world and that's not you know just between the social classes of rich people poor people white collar blue collar all that stuff you know i see it all the time i see people rush through a door and the door falls in the front of the person behind them Oh, yeah. You know, they can't even be hold the door for two seconds, you know, or I've even I've even held the door for people who are kind of assholes walking through it. You know, I usually try. I always say, you know, thanks, you know, oh, quick, yeah. quick thanks just to recognize, give recognition that someone did something kind, you know, but I've also seen people like push through the door, you know, kind of bump into you on the way through and the people that don't say thanks, they just kind of look at you. You know, it's kind of weird. I remember one time I was in Louisiana at a truck stop and there was this old black guy. He had a bicycle and it was, uh, it was getting real windy and rainy outside. So he's trying to come into the truck stop just, uh, I guess he had a cup of coffee and I guess he's just trying to, I don't know, wait out the storm or yeah, something. Yeah, get out of the weather a little bit. But I seen probably 10 people walk through the door and then go out like catty corner through the little entryway to go through the other, it was like a double door to go through the other door because this guy's struggling to get his bike in the door. And I'm like, 10 people. So I, I, I was in the middle of getting my coffee, so I went and opened the door for him and held it so he could get his bike through it. And yeah. I mean, you would have thought I gave that guy 100 bucks. You know, he was so, thank you. Thanks for the help. You know, appreciate it. And I was like, I mean, honestly, dude, it's nothing. Yeah, it and doesn't take much. How, how much of that time did it take out of your day? Yeah, literally. It's like six seconds, yeah. you know. And he, he'd been fighting trying to get his bike and he had a bag and all that stuff through the door for five minutes, you know. And I feel, I felt a little worse because I watched it for four minutes, yeah. you know, and then, then I went and held the door after I realized everybody else was being 
you know an ass about it yeah you're kind of like subconsciously waiting for somebody else to do it and when you click you're like fuck i guess i gotta go do it now yeah and then i'm like evaluating myself you know like why did it take me so long to go be do something nice for someone else you know so that's you know that's that's a big lack in the world just little things like that you know and then i always see people are also very quick to just whip out their phone and record instead of actually doing something oh man that stuff drives me nuts i've seen so many videos of that stuff you know some guy beating up some guy or five guys beating up one guy or a bunch of chicks fighting or all this stuff and everyone's recording and nobody's trying to break it up yep. you know and and i'm not you know I'm, I'm not a marshmallow when it comes to that i mean sometimes some people need to duke it out and settle the problems that way but you know when i see these videos uh I haven't seen it, but I heard about one uh, on the news last week, I think it was. There was some lady getting sexually assaulted on a subway in New York. What? And five people recorded it and not one person stopped it. What? Yeah. And, I mean, if that doesn't show you a lack of kindness in the world, I don't know what does. Like, what drives someone, What or uh, not drives, but what holds somebody back to not do anything about that? you know was the assaulter like a massive person or what i don't care if it's a massive person or 10 massive people i mean i would have done something yeah i I wouldn't have been recording you know i would have been pummeling my way through it i mean getting my ass kicked while i try to stop it exactly i i I wouldn't sit there like like they didn't just record this whole thing happen i guess for like 10 minutes or something you know like i said i haven't seen it myself but it was on the news you know in quite a few places so i'm safe to assume it actually happened and you know i think that's some telltales on new york itself but it's also a big telltale on society yeah you know i, I don't know what kind of person can actually watch that and if you can and watch be it okay with it what can how could you watch it and then also decide to record it yeah if, if you're okay with watching that what where's your line of yeah. what's too much i mean that's that is probably the most moral crappy version of the lack of kindness in the world you yeah. know that just hearing that you know it irritates the living shit out of me I, I mean i know there's a lot of great people in the world that would have stepped up and did something yeah but the fact that there's a subway full of people and nobody did anything yeah like the I, fact that there wasn't a single good-hearted person to do anything yeah on that, a jam-packed subway yeah that's to me that's just, i i couldn't believe it but you know like i said it was they talked about it on a couple of different places and i was just how does that happen you know yeah. maybe it's you know society's getting too soft people are too scared to do anything maybe people are too too callous to see how bad of a situation that is that it's it's okay to record it and not try to stop it i mean i i so i i understand the part of recording nowadays you know you have you now have video and photo evidence of of it actually happening but there also needs to be the people that don't record and take action to help stop it honestly if i was in charge of that city i would uh i'd charge everybody who recorded it as an accessory to the crime in my opinion i mean that's that's a brute way to look at it and i know some people will disagree but i mean something like that you know you're not talking just a, a minor domestic dispute you're talking a heinous crime yeah. where multiple people just didn't do a thing yeah you know and that's it'll the, it'll have to teach people a lesson i mean if we're at a point in society where kindness doesn't come naturally and niceness doesn't come naturally i would guess instead of just saying it is what it is we'll just record it i would i would at least try to enforce it by law so maybe the next time people pull out their camera oh shit i can get in trouble for doing this maybe i should go do something different exactly 
it you see a lot of that and i know it's not just you know criminals and all that stuff i mean we know all that crazy stuff that happened when that guy got choked out by the cop same thing a lot of people stood by and record it and I could see the problem with it when you're dealing with like an authority situation. Yeah. But I also seen that video and I was like, why didn't anyone just go up and like try to talk to this cop for 10 seconds? Like yeah. people were just screaming and throwing shit from across the street. If I would have seen it, I would have think that I would at least walked up to the cop and say, Hey man, I can help you if you need help. But I think that guy's, he's choking. I think you need to back off. Yeah. Just like, a hair. Just, I mean, I'm not saying let him go, but yeah. You know, if you need help, you need help. I mean, we've also seen those videos too. I've seen a few videos where cops are really struggling and some good Samaritan comes up, says, hey man, I'll, I'll help you, calm yeah. us down, you know, I'll hold the guy's feet or something, yeah. get the situation under control a little bit to where no one's getting excessively hurt. Yep. And that's, I think that kindness can, you know, the whole idea of being kind can be more than just, it can go a lot deeper than just holding the door, paying for someone's coffee in a drive-thru. It's it's a societal uh like there's a deficit of it in society for sure yeah but uh i don't know it, it it's frustrating i mean i'm glad you put it in your brand it 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 kind of it throws you off a little bit with your brand because it's like rocket hard music workout get tough be ruthless and then you're like hey be kind too <laughs> I, I i thought about this so on, on the episode we talked about it i don't think i ever i even mentioned what it is so that way since we're kind of talking about kindness it's called rocket r-o-k-i-t ruthless own it kindness don't don't forget the kindness part improve transform with when you look at the logo the o is a giant skull because i'm a heavy metal fan so as an inspirational thing and self-improvement type thing that's where it all comes into play and yes when you look at it and you hear kindness after looking at everything else it does kind of throw you for a loop yeah but i think that's that's a good thing that it does that yeah it's something that people don't shouldn't be forgetting oh absolutely not you know it's it's what is that there's a saying that it's uh somebody said it's like uh being the most dangerous man doesn't make you are you talking about jordan peterson being dangerous is a good thing but also being able to control it yeah his, his little being a dangerous is good speech yeah where he's i think it was him where he's saying like just because you you have a skill set and you're dangerous doesn't make you uh scary or intimidating yeah like the guy who can be dangerous but chooses not to be is more powerful than the guy who's dangerous but can't control himself yes i do believe that you are talking about jordan peterson because i think you said that on joe rogan yeah I, I remember hearing it i know it stuck with me because you know especially in our our blue ca- blue class you know group of people you run into a lot of those type of guys you run into guys who really try to flaunt their badassness and they don't come across that badass they they push it too hard they try too hard but then you know you always hear it you always everybody knows like if you're at a bar and things are getting heated and it's about to go down you you don't have to worry about the loud guy you got to worry about the quiet guy standing in the back who's not moving careful careful where you talk because i was that quiet drunk guy that would get involved for no reason well not not every quiet guy but you, (laughs) you, you get what i'm saying though like oh yeah you always seen that guy where you're like 
the one run in his mouth usually wasn't the problem. It was the quiet friend standing behind him where you're like, that might be the one you want to watch out Yeah, for. oh yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't have to show off how badass he is. He, he'll show it when it's time to show it. Those are... <sighs> I mean, I guess I don't know how that relates to kindness, but <laughs> I, I guess. I, I found the quote that you're talking about. I, I looked it up while you were talking. Okay. A harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has that under voluntarily control, under voluntary control. Yep. Is that, that what you're looking yep, for? Yep. That's the quote. Yeah. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So that, that one's all, that one, since I've heard it's resonated with me a lot. Yes. And it's something that as a you know as the brand i have you know i want people to try and encompass it doesn't have to be it's not just a man thing you need to be dangerous in whatever it is you do but also stay kind in what you're doing and be, be know when to you know be dangerous exactly yeah and i, I know that even derives from uh what is it the 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 art of war where he says uh the the book the art of war yeah where he's talking about you need to be a samurai in a garden not a gardener in a war I think I listened to that book as well. Yeah. By uh, Art something? No, not that guy. That guy did the Art of War. I'm talking about the war. Or that guy did the War of Art. Oh. I'm talking about the Sunsetsu. The War of Art by Stephen Press, Pressfield? No. He he made that book after the uh, an older book. Okay. I think it's called The Art of War. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. Most people know what I'm talking about. They're probably like, you dummy. How can you not, <laughs> how can you not know who uh what you're talking about sorry guys i have a real bad memory the art of war by sun Tzu. okay it's a it's an old book and it's about being a samurai warrior oh. and what he talks about is um it's one of those it, it goes along with all those quotes about you know uh hard men create easy times easy times create weak men weak mm-hmm. men create hard times is it, it kind of along those lines in that book he talks about it's about needing to be better, a better person, a better warrior. Yeah. And what he's talking about in that book is he's saying, uh, you're better off being a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Very good point. Which is what G- Jordan Peterson was referring to was a dangerous man is, isn't a good man. A good man is a man who is dangerous, but chooses not to be. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. When you have the control of knowing how to, I guess take action. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I think that goes to the kindness thing, you know, there is some, you know, you'll see guys out there that are real kind, real soft spoken, real nice. And more importantly, they're also the guys that can, you know, protect people and help Mm -hmm. people and do all that. And I think that's, everyone should strive for that. If, If you can be as hard as you feel you need to be, but also be a kind person, it, it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to just be a kind person with no, no backbone. Yeah. So I think that's why, you know, especially with your brand, starting off with being ruthless is it's important. Yeah. And even picking that word, uh, you know, I had to make sure I was choosing the appropriate word because of the definition of ruthless. It means having or showing no pity or compassion for others, Mm -hmm. which in a sense you need to have because you need to know when to, basically just say no and take those people out not 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 <laughs> not kill them <laughs> i said that wrong no one to cut them off know you know how yeah. to cut ties and know how to be ruthless in taking care of what you need to take care of we're not talking about the three s's here people <laughs> what is that shoot shovel and shut up 
Shoot shovel. I was gonna say shit shower and shame. <laughs> Shoot shovel and shut up. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think that was more referring to dealing with some feral animals on your ranch, but I know it could be applied in other places. <laughs> no, and I think it's important. You know the the fact that people, you know, like that subway video. People people didn't have ev- kindness or ruthlessness. Yeah. In that moment, you know, nobody, the only ruthless person there was the guy hurting the lady. Yeah. You know, you weren't no, in my opinion, no one on that subway was being kind because if you were a kind person, you would have helped that lady out. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see that as being kind. Yep. You know, and obviously there was no good ruthless people there to go be ruthless because at that moment being ruthless would have been kind. If there yep. was a ruthless person to go be ruthless on the guy attacking the lady, it would have been kind. Yeah, Jordan Peterson's dangerous man should have been on that exactly. train. Exactly. So I guess, you know, when when you when you see this one and you see kindness, it's not all, you know, flowers and rainbows and be nice and you know, I love you. <laughs> you love it, Yeah, it's not it's not just that. You know, there's a there's a lot that goes into it and uh you know, how we started this was, you know, just the, the quote of the post you had earlier, the retail, the real retail side of that stuff, Yeah, you know, and that was just a good way, a good refresher into digging deeper into that whole mindset of being kind, you know, and, and I agree, you don't, you don't need, you shouldn't need a special day to be kind. You shouldn't be like, you know, like I said earlier, it shouldn't be like, Oh, it's black Friday. These people are having a hard time. I'll cut them some slack. You know, yeah. if you can cut them some slack on Black Friday, you should be cutting them slack all the time. Yeah, on, on Columbus Day. Yeah, Columbus Day, Pancake Day, one of nine billion holidays we have now. <laughs> Who knows? But, you know, but on the flip side, I do want to go back to the working aspect, you know, the, the blue collar side of this, you know, is if if we're talking about, you know, the the blue collar people needing to be kind, I feel like when, if you go say that on, you know, your safety meeting with a bunch of grunts on the job site, you're like, hey guys, and be kind. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of giggles at you, just like I did. You know, like, <laughs> I would, I would giggle at that to be honest, yeah. but the, they, they, they have rephrased it as being your brother's keeper. Yeah. There you go. That is, that is the blue collar way of saying to be kind guys. Yeah. Take care <laughs> of the person next to you. Yeah, and I think uh, we need to bring that into more aspects of our life, you know, not just at work, but, you know, when we're off work, enjoying our free time. So. Yeah, check up on the buddy that's working next to you. You never know what's going on. It's, and when we were talking about being kind, it, it's literally free. Yeah. It literally. I mean, it, it does cost money in, depending on what you want to do, but in all around sentence, blanket statement, kind, being kind is free. Well, and it pays you back, you yes. know, because then you feel good about yourself, you know. You you feel, believe me when I tell you, you feel better about doing something nice than bringing someone down. Yeah. You know, I've I've done my fair share of talking shit to people, making them feel stupid, talking down to them, and I still do it from time to time, and, you know, sometimes there is a time and place for that, but... I mean, it's a little bit more controlled. Uh, yeah, a lot of times you will get further by trying to be kind. Yeah. So... What else do you have to say about that, John? Um, really? So, it, like I said, when I read this, it was first thing in the morning. Um, and it was just, it struck a nerve with me because people, 
we, we've kind of already talked about it. They they want praise for their job. We, we've, we've covered it and it's frustrating. And I get it. People do their jobs, and but they want more praise. Okay, well, our line of work, how about you be thankful that your fucking house is warm? We've said that plenty of times. And, you know, it's just do your job. You know what you're signing up for. And if you don't sign up, if you don't know what you're signing up for, you probably didn't pay attention what, to what you signed up for. Or you didn't, you didn't read the fine print. It's just one of those things that struck a nerve with me because as blue collar workers, we work our asses off and I'm not saying we work harder than anybody else. I'm just saying that sometimes it gets a little bit unrecognized. And when you give everyone else this area of praise, you're like, okay, well, that's cute. We're over here breaking our backs, missing family time. And you guys just keep complaining about us. Yeah. No, I guess that's the whole whole other third dynamic of that that post. Uh, aside from all the little side trails we took, yeah. Because the picture was, I'm going to I'm going on a bold branch here to assume that it was a Starbucks worker because they had a green apron on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty safe assumption <laughs> especially if you have you seen that video where that starbucks workers crying about eight hour a day work days like literally in tears yes. crying yep <laughs> i like i talked about being on tiktok I do, I do my best to make it sure it's work related and business related but i do get sucked down the hole of tiktok of mindless scrolling and i did see that and it frustrated me because I have <laughs> eight hours is a normal part-time day for us. Yeah. I've keyword, worked 70 word part-time. Yeah. I've worked hundred hour weeks before. Oh yeah. It's did, not fucking simple. What did they used to say? I know in the oil field, they used to say it a lot when I, when I broke out. Oh, was 40 like, hours a week. That's cute. Yeah. I had that by Wednesday morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure everyone's jobs get hard and don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to be a barista. I'd be the worst one ever. You think I would, I'd be throwing lots of coffees at angry people. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that their job's easy, but it's also not, I mean, I can't say it's hard, but they have to deal with some shitty people. No. And it goes back to what you're saying too, is it's, it's ironic. People take time out of their day to write these posts about being patient with a, uh, a barista or a fast food person or a waitress or whatever. And you should be, and you shouldn't need a special day to do that. But I, I see where you're coming from too, is saying like, you know, you can take time out of your day about that, but you never took time out of your day to say, Hey, uh, that guy in that work pickup on his way to the job site, you know, why don't you cut him some slack and actually let him through the intersection so he can get to work? You yeah. Know? Why don't you, why don't you find a, uh, a guy who works for, you know, United Power Alignment or whatever and be like, hey, thanks. Thanks for keeping my lights on. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate for, that. Thanks for coming out in that storm and putting, turning our power back on. Yeah. Thanks, electric workers, linemen, for going to Florida and the other places when they lose power from hurricanes. Yeah. It, it is ironic that this time of year, a lot of people, you know, they, they want to focus on that retail retail side of the world and don't forget about us essential workers that kept the country going two years ago yeah well essential is a sketchy word (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie it didn't take much to get a letter to say you were essential no but now i get where you're coming from It, it is it is frustrating sometimes you know you you see all this stuff but you never see hey uh thank thank a truck driver who's driving through Christmas or driving through Thanksgiving to mm-hmm. deliver shit to Walmart or Target or wherever you shop or, you know. Well, I, I feel this conversation 
branching off because I have a lot of shit going through my brain that I just want to keep going on about, but um, I want to stay on topic. Yeah. No, I mean, we got plenty of episodes to do. What did we say? We got to make it past episode 10, right? Yeah. Minimum. Well, I got a plan of doing like 50,000, but I'm fucking down for it. <laughs> I'm in the, for the long run. Yeah. Side note guys, I read a statistic, uh, saying, uh, I believe it was of people who start a podcast only about 30% make it past episode three and uh, less than 80% get past episode 10 of people who start. And of all podcasts that are registered and actually being put out, only 40% of all, I think it's like two billion podcasts or something there, there there's like a podcast created every three minutes or something oh yeah and but anyway of all registered ones only like 20 percent of them have more than 10 episodes so we are on the fast track to success i like it so hopefully you guys cut us some slack during this holiday season <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you thank your local podcast maker for yeah. the story time near you yeah no i mean this episode is it's a good one and it's a good time you know this should be coming out thanksgiving week or the week right after and it is holiday season so people need to you know you do need to think about not being an asshole when you're out spending your hard-earned money at the at the stores if you're black friday shopping or you're just trying to get breakfast because you're on a long road trip to go hang with family whatever the case may be but i would say if you can do it on this holiday season you can do it anytime if you can do it for the next eight nine weeks you can do it for all 52 of them and you really should be doing it and i would also say as we spoke a lot to from the beginning of this podcast you know just not you know harping on the people doing the work you know you shouldn't be asking for slack you shouldn't want slack you should want to perform you should want to outperform you know you should under promise and over deliver as much as you can yes and don't I mean, if, if, if you think you need slack, you know, you, and you're asking for it, you shouldn't be upset if your customers, regardless of what job you're doing, if your customers are upset about it. Yeah. You if know? you lose customers because you are asking for slack, that's going to be on you. Yeah. That's a hundred percent on you because, no. you know, you may want slack making coffees for people, but I promise you, if you were in a construction job, there's no slack because it's a holiday. You know, no. there's people still need their buildings built. They need their power turned back on. They need their gas lines fixed, their sewer lines fixed, their cars fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, those people aren't getting slack. So you shouldn't be expecting slack either. And if, and, and if it's truly you're doing your job and you're doing it right and you're doing it the best you can do it and you're still having issues, instead of asking the customers for slack, push back on your bosses, guys. Ask for, yeah, stand up and ask for a little bit of help. Yeah, tell your bosses, you know, um, come out and help. You know, I've worked a job, you know, that same job at McDonald's. We'd be dealing with a rush after a Rockies game, and we were right off I-25. So after a Rockies game, it was crazy every Saturday. Where the hell did you work? The one up on in Dakota, off 52 and I-25. Oh, okay. So anybody who traveled from Longmont, Loveland, Fort Collins to go see the Rockies, yeah, we would get flooded. Or go to the Grizzly Rose on a weekend night. Yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that too. But what I'm saying, what I was getting at though, is that manager, we'd be dealing with a rush like crazy and there'd be 
they usually only scheduled like three of us little dinglings to work. So there'd be one of us at the <laughs> drive-thru, one of us cooking, and one of us trying to deal with the registers, and all of them slammed, and she'd just be sitting in her office doing whatever the hell she did. Yeah. You know? And I was a mouthy little kid, and I would go back there, and I'd, you know, get out here and help us. Come fucking help us. And she wouldn't. And honestly, I mean, unfortunately, I, I'm sure some of that issue backlashed onto some customers, but I... I never asked the customer to cut me slack. You know, yeah. I treated them how they treated me. And if a customer came in and was patient and understanding, I mean, they got, they got, they still got the same service. They still got the best service I could provide them. Yeah. And I was doing my job. Yeah. You, you were able to deliver what the best, a three, three man crew could do. Exactly. You know, especially when you got 30 people standing in the lobby, 20 cars in the drive through. And like I said, you just, you have what you have, but I didn't, I didn't blame the customers. I blamed our management for mm-hmm. not stepping up, you know? Yeah. And I guess it takes a little bit of everybody is what we're saying. I'm not saying don't be patient, don't be kind. Don't run into a store or a fast food or a coffee place and be a arrogant asshole. But don't be behind the counter asking people to cut me slack. Take it easy on me. I can only make so many coffees at once, please. Exactly. You should be making as many coffees as you can make. And if you're buying the coffee, you should be as nice as you can. And then you should be as nice as you can every time you buy coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to sound contradicting, but it is both sides. If we're going to talk retail, yes, it takes both sides to get the job done in a sense. If you're going to, if you're going to go up and order a cup of coffee and you see the a three-man crew busting out 20 coffees at once i am completely okay with waiting that extra minute knowing that they are working their asses off yeah and i would say you're not cutting them slack if you actually see them back there busting their ass you're doing what you should be doing yeah you're waiting (laughs) yeah when i when i go so a little story um when the girlfriend and i moved in together we had to go to best buy and buy a router or a wire a wi-fi booster and the best way we went to i counted maybe three or four people there might uh, there's obviously more people behind walls and shit we i we found what we we were in the aisle we wanted we asked for help and they said that we will send someone to come help you and we stood there for a couple minutes she went to the bathroom as i stood there and waited she came back i left to go to the bathroom and she waited when i came back this was probably about five, 10 minutes or so of us standing there waiting and we're watching people work with customers and then we're also watching people be behind the counter on their phone and whether or not they're on their phone for a business for work related or just to text becky i can't wait to lol with you tonight or whatever yeah. <laughs> um it, you know that that's where i start getting frustrated as the consumer side if i mm-hmm. see laziness in my eyes which who knows if it is or not i'm just a very fast-paced individual i don't think it's not hard to spot no it's really not i mean when I, I walked up to the counter and i said can i get some help over here we're trying to figure out what we want to buy and the lady's like oh my god i'm so sorry put her phone down and she started i didn't know you guys needed help i said well that fat fuck over there i talked to him and he said he got on his little walkie talk he said that we needed help and no one showed up and here you are on your phone She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, well, fucking, I'm, you want my money or not? Because I will go to a different place. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't have the tolerance or patience, which I should be better at. But when you wait, when you wait that long, it gets well, frustrating. I guess that also speaks to, what would this be? The, the fourth dimension of that is 
on the other side, that lady at the counter was probably a lot more understanding that you were being impatient because you've already been waiting for longer than what was reasonable. And unfortunately for her, it wasn't her fault. You know, she was, she was completely naive to the fact that you needed help. Yeah. So it took a kindness. It probably took kindness on everybody's part in that situation. It took kindness on her to understand your frustrations and you had to bring out a little bit of kindness on your end to understand like, well, it's not your fault because you're not the fat fuck I talked to 10 minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I went full care. And I mean, I definitely, she definitely knew I was frustrated, but I'm not also standing there bashing her for not helping us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm just saying, you know, some retail people need to understand customers might have a good reason to be frustrated yeah. and then they're going to have to be kind to the customer. Yeah. Not just ask the customer to be kind to them. Yeah. You know, in your case, you've been standing there waiting for 20, 30 minutes for a simple even goofing around jumping up and out with my hand in the air like i need an adult because <laughs> i'm a child in public and i like to fuck around yeah no i mean so yeah i guess on the the fourth side of that that would be if if you are the blue collar person working a register or working stocking shelves or whatever that type of job is that you're doing and you got a angry customer bring yep. out some kindness on your end to that customer and hopefully the customer will pay it right back to you. If I hesitate to say this, most people probably aren't being impatient without good reason, but I kind of look back real quick in my mind and I kind of realize a lot of people are assholes for no reason. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) it's definitely, I mean, we've definitely gone both ways a lot on this topic. So, I mean, don't, don't take it as don't be kind. Don't take it as be kind. I mean, there's so much to, take away from it there's you know bits and pieces and stories and take it in the best positive way you can yeah no i mean and the whole world gets frustrating when i was telling you earlier i ended up in new jersey last week i can tell you an example of unkindness i was at a stop at a truck stop this truck stops over full plumb full took me 30 minutes to get in to get fuel um I have to go in because their pump don't work. Can't yeah. swipe my card. So I got to go in and give them my payment. And I go in and then I paid for my stuff, got my fuel, pulled forward. So the next truck, kindness and truck drivers, you're supposed to pull forward when you're done feeling. So the next guy can come up and get his fuel while you go do whatever you got to do inside the store. Um, I go in because we have this thing where every time I go to the new state, I go buy a shot glass of the state. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm in New Jersey, and hopefully I'll never be back here. So <laughs> I better, I'll never be back. I'll, I better go buy a shot glass now, you know, so my wife can add it to our collection. And I go in, I find the little New Jersey shot glass, I go to the register, and the fucking dude is back there just blah, 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 and with the fucking lady back there complaining about another coworker who's not doing their job as I'm standing at this register waiting. Ironically, they're not doing theirs. Literally, text back and forth with my wife about three or four texts, and then he, like, half-assed things the thing to ring it up and like sets it down and goes back to his car he didn't even get it so i like leaned forward and rang it up myself and then put my card in and then just walked out of the store and then he like smart assly goes thanks have a good night and i'm like you didn't do a fucking thing dude (laughs) and i just i stopped for a second because i had this moment of wanting to lash out but i'm going to say that was my kindness of not responding and just walking out yeah because I, I wanted to say something so bad you know and it was it was irritating so i guess that that'll be a good way to kind of wrap this up is just 
be kind as the person working the counters Mm -hmm. do your job do it well don't expect slack to be doing your job that is your job that's why you're there for the paycheck and as a person you're not there for fun yeah as the person on the other side of the counter buying whatever you're buying be as kind as you should be every day which is as kind as you could possibly be yes don't be impatient because you're impatient if if you're impatient because someone if they're doing their job there's no reason to be impatient if they're not doing their job then maybe it's time to ask them to be kind and do their job so i guess this one went off the rails a little bit but i think we we got to some good points about being kind and maybe the lack thereof in society and yes hopefully everybody hears this and if you take anything away from the last hour of us talking about it is do better to be more kind and you know bring it out every day not just on a special occasion don't don't say hey it's black friday i got to be patient with the guy at walmart because he's working his ass off you know you should be doing that every day until he's not working his ass off and you know just do what do they say just do better yeah just do better yeah just do better guys so with that um i i mean i on my phone i have a big list of like quotes and stuff you know just for my brand that i I post up and stuff like that so i'll read one off to kind of end everything for kindness so like what you were talking about earlier at the truck stop you know and you decided just to walk away it's kind of like a what i guess you can call a a learning lesson so i'll be we'll leave you with this what lesson is the world trying to teach you are you going to turn around and lash out or are you just going to walk away knowing that you did what you needed to do to keep keep about your day i did better yes i did better than (laughs) them (laughs) and be the person that stands up on the subway and beat i'm not gonna promote violence but i'll say i'll promote violence you see someone sexually harassing someone go put them go put them down the three s's yeah all i have to say not shit shower shave i would just say the two s's shoot and shovel and i'd let everybody know so maybe the next guy who decides he's gonna do that will think about it well with that please guys rate review comment interact with us uh everything that you need to know about us is going to be in the show notes and i'm going to add our brands and businesses in there so that way you can take a look into us as well if you ever feel so inclined but any you got anything albert no i think we covered quite a bit and hopefully people make it all the way through and take something away from this because i think that this is a good one to just uh put a reminder in everyone's head do better be more kind yep happy thanksgiving Have a great day. Enjoy your family. Laters.